Hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial. A show where we talk about pop culture, current events. And spill the hot Darjeeling right into your lap. Ooh, scaldy gout. Hello. <laughs> I really wanted to say an expletive. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> naughty. Like, yes, right up there, Luxari girl. has become very slurry like the last I, few <laughs> weeks. She's, she, she was like, on stream <laughs> typing the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> She Clocked was, at the pageant. No, that didn't actually no, happen, didn't, by it, the way. No, no it, was, it was a scandal. It was a scandal. <laughs> it was quite funny, actually. Um, no, so hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello everyone. Oh, I'm, 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 you brought everyone here with I'm you today. I'm a bit scatty today, aren't I? Oh, don't say scatty on the podcast. Be, ba, 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 da, bo. Ba, that's ba, ba, not da, what I was thinking of. I know, of, that's, because, that's because... Um, you yeah. are disgusting. Mm. Hello, everyone. So today we're here to do a rather interesting Reddit that was recently brought to our attention. And it's called True Off My Chest Girls. So it is basically where people go onto this and like confess their deepest, darkest secrets. Yes. And let me tell you, there are some pretty dark secrets, there are some, actually. There are some things actually like... Kind of pre-searching just to make sure that we have, the, you know, we doing the, a bit of research. There's a tiny bit of research. Some of the stories that are on this is like, if I put this on, I'm gonna make people have such like traumatic yeah, responses right. that I cannot put this on. Yeah, some of the like some of the some of your lives out there that you are prepared to confess on the internet. I know. Are just unhinged from start it's to finish. Unhinged. But okay, so there's no. Yes. There, don't worry. There's no nothing traumatic in this. No. <laughs> like, well, me, well I me, don't know, but I've no, got a shock of yeah. a scandal. I mean, nothing. That, nothing that's gonna make you go. I, I must jump off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Um, oh, anyway, don't say Instagram. Ban. And don't say Instagram. Yeah, cancel. Uh, uh, by the time, if I've not been cancelled already, I feel like it's going to be very difficult now. Well, Sweet. you haven't come across the community. No, yet. I haven't come no, <laughs> the Jesus squad. Um, anyway, crucify me. Do you see that? There was that news thing in Australia. There was a drag queen in Australia. Was like, oh, I love it too. If I was yes. nailed and nailed on the cross three times. Yes. Or nailed three like, times. We, we have, have to apologise. It was like, oh, get grips, oh, sis. I believe like Christiane joke. Like that is the least of like, it, that's like not even an issue. Exactly. Oh, so, people are so anyway, yes. should we get on with yes, this? Let's start. Okay. Yes. I've got a bit of a headache starting. Oh no. Oh, don't. So, uh, don't. <laughs> so, we're going to start with uh, shock. Okay. A shock, and I'm actually really interested to see what you would say about the situation okay. because I don't know how I'd react, to okay. be honest. Okay, all right. So, the title of this one says, My bro- my parents kept my brother a secret from me. <gasps> oh, I've heard okay. the Simpsons. <laughs> 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 a bucket of fish heads every Tuesday. These past few weeks have been insane. I posted about my brother going missing a long, long time ago on this subreddit, mm-hmm. though. I thought he ran away from home. Long story short, I got into contact with some detectives that our family has known since my brother went missing. When I started asking questions, they told me that my brother was no longer in any missing persons registry. Okay. When I asked what that meant, they told me that they he was removed from the missing persons registry by my parents' request. Oh, a deep, a deep murder mansion. What's grandma hiding? It's very what's grandma um, hiding, isn't it? Quick, don't have a baby falling out of a plane. Yeah, exactly. I asked my parents. My dad actually. My dad ignored me though, and my mum just said. Uh, he's alive and okay, but just kind of quickly skipped past the subject. Okay, interesting. They found my brother years ago and never told me, 
because he's living with another man and he's gay and it disgusted my parents. Oh. He tried to reach out to them and they told him they didn't want anything to do with him. I went ballistic. My parents weren't phased by it. They sincerely hate my brother for who he is for being gay. They kept him a secret from me all my effing life. My brother missed my birth, my birth of my nephew. He missed my wedding, graduation, everything just because my parents lied to me i've been able to get a phone number and contact information from the police officers my brother left it to them in open in an open case in case any of the family wanted to actually contact him wow. i still can't work up the nerve to call him yet the address i have for him is across the effing country but he's alive and it kind of just goes on from there talking about this you know wow the rest of it God. could you i could not <laughs> imagine so I don't know how many, it didn't really say how many years ago he was that they posted about say, the brother really, missing. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really say how really long say how it was. old they are but either. The fact that it says he missed the birth of his nephew, my wedding, and all this, it feels it's like it's been a, a long, long time. time. So I could not imagine like you thinking that your brother had like gone missing or like died or something. And it turns out this whole time your parents knew that. Well, he... the reality it probably is, is that he didn't go missing. He voluntarily left the yes, situation. Prob- yes, That's because, probably yes. actually what happened. He went no contact and they were like, oh, it's fine. And then they just like told the other brother that it was like, oh no, he's gone. It wasn't his sister. It doesn't actually say. I assumed she, she, it was a, oh. It doesn't actually say. Oh, uh, non-binary sibling. Non-binary sibling, yes. They, them. Those are Jeffree Star. Um, so yeah, because I like, I couldn't imagine what it must be like if you found out that your brother had actually been alive this whole time and it was just because he was gay and that the parents were like, no. Nah. Well, there's so many like negatives to this story. Like it, it seems that every step on this ladder is a step towards despair, to mm-hmm. be honest, because robbing your like your your offspring's chance at having a close sibling relationship regardless yeah. of what they've gone through is awful you've technically Terrible. isolated that child so no yeah. wonder why that child didn't want to speak to you or anything like that but the idea that they both responded with like well we don't even want them in our lives yeah. is like oh you're just they are the worst kind of people because if you can physically hate your own offspring yeah where, For something where over that you are well. wrong yeah. yeah you are so wrong over like petty beliefs like yeah. In all instances, if you've like produced life in this world, that should be an unconditional amount of love for that child. Yes, yes. It's so shocking that in this situation specifically, it's like it's been severed so easily. Severed, just yeah, exactly. And the thing is, as well, like I understand, like if you your child becomes like a murderer, then yes, I can understand maybe telling your your brother, maybe not saying. I don't know, like say you found out later in your life that you had an extra sibling and you had no idea they existed, and it was actually because like they were actually this disgusting person went to prison. So for life. actually, I, my my story is actually kind of similar to this. I didn't know that I had a half sister until oh. I was much 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 older, and then she was in fact I was in fact informed that. She she was my half sister, and I was like, "Oh, I always thought she was my auntie." It was a scandal in the family. Oh, that's right, yes. You're not my it's mother. Very Janine. Yes, back. I am Janine's yes. back, and very this time back. she's your cousin. Yes, um, very this. So my, um, I'm going to share some family tea here. So my mum had a child at 16, but my grandma was like, "No, no child of mine, illegal." God. And so, um, my mum, she basically kind of. Not forced, but coerced my mother to putting her up for adoption. Mm. And then my grandma adopted her. So she became my mum's sister and my auntie. Oh, wow. It wasn't until I was considerably older. I think I must have been about 14 or 15. And they were like, oh, no, like this person 
is your half sister, but she's 21 years older than me. So we yeah, didn't so grow up in the same household. We mm-hmm. didn't have the same experiences. It's all very like mysterious, kept under wraps and stuff. But like so many families are like this. They were, there's always like a dark secret dark that secret. no one can know about yeah. the black sheep girls. Yeah. And it's like, actually, it's not even that much of a big deal if you're just honest. Yeah. And that's the thing, like with this, with, with those kind of things, like if you just explain the situation, I doubt you as a child would have been like, I oh my hate you. Yeah, I've oh, been oh, lied to oh, my oh, whole <laughs> oh, you were gonna say you were gonna say a really wrong uh, word. Yeah, yeah, slurs. Um, but the thing is, as well, is it's like I I understand <laughs> again. I understand a certain degree when when depending on what the person's done. I'm sorry. I know it's not really things you That's can police, whatever. But like, some people shouldn't be allowed children. If like, if you're the kind of parent that goes, if my child's gay, I'm gonna kick them out. You should not be allowed children. Yeah. Like you just shouldn't be allowed yeah, children. I sorry. Agree. Like I you agree. should. Absolutely. That's disgusting. That's absolutely vile. I wonder because this isn't this is actually quite an old post, and I hmm. wonder if. It, there was no updates. It's like, oh, did they get shame. in contact? Yeah. Did they? Because a lot of the time they edit them. There's like edits at the bottom. Yeah, being that's like updates. True. This that's wasn't true. edited, and I, I, there was no other information about it. So like, did did they? Did he get in contact with them? Well, like, did he try? Difficult. To, was like, oh. Mum's a cunt. Come live with me. <laughs> in this sort of a situation, I feel like nowadays it would be a bit easier because you could just like, instead of it being so full on as like picking up the phone and yeah. calling and being like, hello, I'm gonna stop. You know that voicemail that's like. I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like that. At least this time in this day and age, you could be like, you could send like a little DM and be like, hi. Hello. Um, just so you know, I know that you're my gay brother. Yeah. And I hate you all the <laughs> 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 I don't hate the sinner, I hate the sin. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what that means? It means raw dogging in the bike shed. Yeah. <laughs> raw dogging in the bike shed. Oh, no. Well, now she's dead. End of podcast. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. We're having See a very short time. one this time. No. Ten minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one is called. <laughs> this one is so obscene. This okay. is the most obscene story I've ever like. I ate my dog for breakfast oh, because you... it called me a bitch. Well, you're not far away. <laughs> no, you I are. Beg <laughs> I, I was mean, like fully never... shook to the call that oh just call me mystic faggot like... <laughs> I mean in terms of like um, nonsense it's kind of similar okay, okay are you ready mm-hmm. it's humiliating enough to get cheated on by my wife but in my own home with the clown we hired for our son's birthday what <laughs> Oh Rusty is getting not, busy, girls. That's not funny. Oh. <laughs> Bozo's got a bulge. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, disgusting. Vile. Uh, okay, so I realised the initial amusing nature of the idea. But I'm and, glad that's not, you know, <laughs> been, not been lost on you. Yeah. yeah, the irony. And if it had happened to anyone else, I'd probably laugh too. I have to use the throwaway account because this is one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. I'd hate for any of my friends or family to know the true reason why my wife and I are splitting up. My wife insisted on hiring a clown for my son's birthday despite my protests because who the F hires clowns anymore and I have a not aggressive but present fear of clowns. Oh no. Oh God, that makes it even worse. Jesus Christ. This is so bad. Not only is he angry, he's also scared. He's like, uh, I don't know what's happening. No. I had noticed they were chatting in the kitchen right after his break and he was making her laugh, which I guess is the, what he's paid to do. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, oh, oh, she was like, oh, she was, oh yeah, stick that squeaky nose in my cunt. <laughs> Rowley. <laughs> oh, 
It didn't seem overly flirtatious, so I went about enjoying the party. Only returned to the kitchen and neither of them were there. I wandered around the party looking for my wife, not too concerned, and where the clown was. Anyway, I eventually found her. I eventually found her leave the direction of my study. And she was literally, this is where it gets ridiculous, had some clown makeup on her lip and cheek. I pointed it out to her and she wiped it off without an explanation quite quickly. (sighs) She escorted me away from the study. A few minutes later, within the eyeline of my study, the clown peeks his head out and waltzes back to the party. He finished his shift, but he seemed more distracted than the first half, glancing over at my wife who was clapping with the children. Once the party ended, I noticed something peeking out of the top of her dress. Now, with the warranted suspicion, I took it out... And it was the clown's business card tucked into her bra. Oh, for God's sake. What is happening? And that's when I confronted her and she confessed about it almost immediately. I'd like to say I don't have any answers to all the questions, but I wanted as little details as possible to keep me from the embarrassment. I no longer plan to stay in the guest house. God, Cirque wow. de Sochita. Like Wow, Cirque de Sochita. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. He's got a nose that goes Adeldera, Adeldera. <laughs> Ridiculous, unhinged. I, I think is I actually don't even really know how to respond. Me neither. Now what? I imagine. Imagine like, all I feel the like people cheating with the clowns. clowns. Squeak, 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 squeak. In a in a situation like this. I don't think anything can condone that. I mean, no. you're in a relationship anyway, so like cheating is like a big no-no mm-hmm. unless you're in. I guess an open relationship, but you can still cheat in open relationships, so it doesn't really make any well, sense. Well, yes, if we, if we go against the rules, like, no kissing or something. Yeah. Personally, clowns, I, like, I'm not like, oh my God, look at that sexy, bodacious clown. <laughs> Maybe So he's got a phobia and she's got a fetish. Oh. And oh. together they yeah. make the ultimate phobia. It's a show. Fatality. <laughs> Apparently she's dead. Apparently she is it. I think clowns can be like hot, but in a way that's like, you know, like Harley Quinn clown, like sort of deranged supervillain clown. Yes, yes, yes. Not literally like, Bozos, put it in your cunt. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. There's a difference. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely like a fetish. That feels more of a fetish because it's like, I must have a clown. Yes, I love that clown white face paint. Yeah, give me that That looks so good on my pussy. He's like, Clown oh, white I, on the pussy. Yeah, he's now. like, oh, I saw some makeup on her face. Don't you didn't tell check Jimbo. downstairs. Crusty <laughs> um. <laughs> the cunt. Oh, I don't. I God. just. I just Unhinged. think we've said there's a lot of slurs. In there were, yeah, this one sent us yeah. off the rails. Isn't it? I just don't. Beeps and I know everywhere. it feels mean to like laugh, but the, you have to say the the, the it's story the absurdity. is absurd. It's like, the absurdity that's hilarious, not the fact that not he the has, pain. His, yeah, his, not the fact that he's actually upset. I'm not laughing at this no. man actually being like upset. It's just because it's just so insane. It's because as well, I'm just trying to because we, we can't see it. In my mind, I've got these like incredible like in scenes in my head of this like clown yeah. like being naughty with the woman and he comes yeah. in. Like it's like a TV show. It is very TV show, isn't it? It's very like, it's the scene on Will and Grace. Yeah. Like Karen is sleeping with a clown again. Mm. Like it's very that. But I don't actually know any clowns. No. Do you know any Callum. clowns? Weirdly, Callum, yeah, Callum the clown. Weirdly enough, I feel like our circles, if there were going to be clowns, we would have come across yeah, one we, or two by now. We are the clowns. It's <laughs> us. That's, we haven't found them because we are them. <laughs> That's actually quite true. Yeah. Putting your makeup on and make them laugh. Hello and welcome to Cirque de So Millennial. Today oh, we talk about clowns and clowns. Well. Well, now she's dead. Well, Jesus Christ. Jesus clown. Jesus clown. Oh. Jesus was honked. Jesus was honked, yeah. Ouija boards. This one is called... I keep meeting my birth mum, but Ooh. she doesn't know it's me. Oh, 
scandalous. Oh, you brought all the family submissions to me. I know. I'm just trying you. to project. Yes. Um, <laughs> story. She had me when she was 14 and I'm 24 now. Oh, this is like my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually your story. Yeah, this yeah. is actually yeah. my sister. The, the Joker really tells my story. Yeah. So when I was born, I was given up for adoption. My parents told me about her growing up and I still have a letter she wrote me after I was given up for adoption. Abduction. Oh. Abduction. Ab he was abducted by aliens. God, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have a wife and kids. Eat them. It's crazy. It's crazy reading it sometimes and knowing it's a literal child who wrote it saying that she's sorry she couldn't be my mum, but she hopes I'm happy. I know. Oh. She wasn't. I'm like, there's no traumatic stuff yeah, in no. there. Like, instantly crying. Yeah, um, immediately crying and shaking. She was open to having contact, but we moved for my dad's job when I was 11 and it seemed impossible to find her. But oh. luckily I did. She's working in a small restaurant and I keep going in, but she doesn't know it's me. She must have like absolute palpitations every yeah. time she sees. She must be like, oh no, there she is. She knows. She's like, would you like bacon with that? Yes, actually. Yeah. And, and a side I'm of, your child. And a side of allowance. Yeah. Um, we talk sometimes and she seems to, uh, to be a really nice lady. Sometimes when she says something like, do you want that refill, honey? Or uses other terms that, that I feel endearing, I Aww. want to tell her. I don't know why it I makes me baby. nervous. We talk sometimes and it seems really genuine. If not super, even if it's not super busy, She's always open to talking random stuff about me. And it's like she knows me already because I'm there once or twice a week for the past three months. But man, if only she knew. Oh, wow. That's kind of, that's kind of a sweet story, actually. I think it's sweet, but I also feel like if you're going to tell her, the longer you leave it, the like weirder it becomes. Yeah, I feel like people react very differently in this sort of a situation. I feel like some people would just come straight out and say it because yeah. like the emotions would be so intense. Yes, like, yes, yes. I'm your baby! But <laughs> I think... Actually, it's kind of sweet that she like really goes out of her way just to be like, I just want to be called honey yeah, whilst I'm yeah. having like a coffee. Like that's really sweet. I bet you this story isn't actually that rare. I bet no. this I bet this has happened so many times. Yeah. Oh, it says that this guy's a man, not a woman. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stop transing just, people up. Yeah, God, no, the trans agenda. God, God Jesus yeah. Christ. HRT. For I won't everyone. change for you, Luxaria. I don't keep telling you this. I've spiked you with finesse. I'm not into clowns. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, but I... I Clownsition. I, of course, I don't, I've never been in a situation like this. It's really difficult for me to make a real opinion of it. But, like, I do feel like if you're going to tell them, you should probably tell them before it goes on for too long because it might be a bit strange. I I don't know. I'm kind of nonplussed either way. I mean, I'm not a professional in, like, family dynamics, really, because <clears throat> I actually, weirdly enough, just got a message from someone in my family who I haven't spoken to in a very long time, and I was a bit like, oh. oh. But I responded instantly, but it, I kind of put on that, like, social media front of just like, hi, babes, blah, blah, blah. Like, What's the go? Yeah, very sort of, like, straightforward. But I guess maybe it's because I'm used to doing that sort of a response in this job. Yeah. Whereas I think for, like, an ordinary person just going about their lives and being like, I actually know who my birth parent is, and I, I sneak off to see them twice yeah. a week for months and months. Like, eventually that person who sees you all the time is going to be like, hello? Yeah, that's it. Because I'm just uh? thinking, So, as someone who worked in retail, I would see people come all the time who, like... People I would get friendly with. I would see yeah. every single week and we'd have conversations. And like, if one of them, <laughs> if one of them told me, like two years of them coming into my relationship, like with them, like yeah, we're not busy mates, but like I, you know, there were people that would come in who I'd actually be really happy to see. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a chat now about something. What's going on? Like, eh. But like, mm. if if they'd came in like a couple years into our, into them knowing me and talking to me and then being like, well, actually, I've got something to tell you. I, I, you're my brother or something. I, I think I might. I don't know how I'd react. I feel a bit like, oh, it feels a bit. 
I mean, it's strange regardless. Yeah, it's strange regardless. Like, I'm not saying I would feel a bit deceived, but like, I think... Really? I I don't know, because it feels a bit like... I don't know, it's difficult. Because it's been such a long period of time, I'm like, why did you not tell me sooner? Yeah. Because it feels like you've kind of not led me on. I don't know. I think this could be, like, likened to coming out. Yeah. Actually, I feel like... Not everyone, like, there's a very, it's a very delicate, like, situational thing. Like, there are some people in your life that you just know that if you ever was to tell them, you would just be causing all sorts of havoc. So you'd be like, do you know what? You'll probably find out anyway. Mm. It's fine. But when it comes to something like this, I don't know. I don't think there is a right answer. No, it's hard, isn't it? It's definitely like... Listen to your feelings, listen to your heart, maybe leave a little note because then you don't like if you are progressing this relationship and they've decided that they don't actually ever want to be in contact with you. That is kind of like, oh, yeah, second level of rejection. So I can understand. But I do also agree that it's if you were to leave it years and years, that is then being like a little that's being beyond a little bit strange. I yes, I think because because imagine if like you became really friendly and you start like hanging out with each other like outside of like the work environment. So yeah. like they went to the, you were you were going to each other's houses <laughs> or something. Or like there's an episode of um, Shameless where oh, essentially Frank meets his daughter, but she doesn't know he's her dad, and oh. they get friendly, and then she tries to have sex with him. Like I know it's a very extreme example, but like if you if you kind of open the door up for more of a, a close connection with someone and you haven't told them that there's like always like a weird yeah do you know what I mean like so I yeah. think there, there does this is what I'm saying like I feel like if you didn't tell me after a couple of years I might feel, feel a bit kind of like but what I'm as if mm. like it's like weird happened or like I I don't know, I don't know. Mm. leaves you with the heebie-jeebies yeah it does there's something but I do feel for this person like yeah but I, I didn't think like I couldn't imagine raising a child at 14 like no, there is there is no. n- like this, are we ready for a little bit of a fun one? Oh, is it called? I yes. wet myself at my party. Uh, yes, it is. And I yes. found that I enjoyed it. Oh, well, that's the story. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. I can hear my neighbour talk to his cat. <laughs> <laughs> I did hide the body in oh, the cellar. Oh, it's so cute. Listen to this. Every day when my neighbour comes home from work, he unlocks his door and says, Hello, Kevin. And Kevin the cat meows back in greeting. Our apartment building is small and I can hear nearly everything that happens in the communal hallways in my living room i don't know my neighbor at all not even his name but i know his cat (laughs) (laughs) my neighbor also likes to smoke weed no shame i like to indulge too just not every day i work from home and live alone but hearing hello kevin has become part of my routine and it makes me smile every time yesterday i heard the normal hello kevin greeting and kevin's meow i later smelt the weed and then i heard him go to the laundry room and come back but then i heard something odd Kevin's meowing was super loud and he sounded pissed. I waited a little while, but Kevin persisted. I opened up my door and saw Kevin outside the neighbor's door. He was practically screaming and jumping in the door with his little paws. Inside the apartment, my neighbor was echoing Kevin's cries. My neighbor sounded frantic and desperate. Oh, God, that gave me a surprise. He keeps doing that. He's like, hello, Hello. I'm here. I need you to speak (laughs) to me now. talk to you, No. My neighbour sounded frantic and desperate, calling Kevin over and over again. I walked up to the door and knocked. I heard my neighbour pause and then quietly with amazement and perhaps fear repeat, Kevin? At the last minute, I decided to dart back into my apartment and softly close the door. Listening to my neighbour let Kevin in, he whispered, How did you do all that, Kevin? (laughs) I've been laughing myself since it happened. I can imagine my poor neighbour stoned out of his mind contemplating how his cat knocked on the door. I thought, to be honest... I I, thought this was going somewhere very different. And he died in the apartment and was burnt alive and the cat ate half his face. Like, I don't (laughs) Your mind is an interesting place. I know. I'm I'm in a very strange mood today. You are. Mm. (laughs)
<laughs> what would what did what was that? What would they what did excuse me though, what did you just say? What did you do? Am I on the molly? What did, no, I see you on your blog. Am I on my blog? Yes, it's that yeah. time of the day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that can't go in. No, block, block, alt delete. I thought that this was gonna go into a story of like chaos, like chaos. the cat's ill, the man died, yeah. he was found later by a woman in Sex Having sex clown. with a clown, yeah. <laughs> you actually turned out to be her mother. Yeah, very um, that. I who worked at a small woman. That was very cute. It was cute, wasn't it? I, That's um, quite sweet. Have you ever heard in your neighbours like any like little things that they don't realise that you can kind of? Maybe he does realise that they can hear it. But like, you ever heard like any of your neighbours doing like odd things? Uh, so I have lived in several places. In fact, actually here I do hear the neighbours. I have a neighbour's dog. I have a neighbour's dog. My neighbours have a dog, and I can hear him do little grumbly grumbles every now, like grumbly growls and barks. And I think it's so cute. So when I get my little dog, he's going to have a friend. I'm going to hear you saying weird shit down, like, to, like stories. You know, we don't live on the same floor, but I, I'm going to hear this voice talking. Oh, there's Luxaria again. Insane woman. Insane. I remember in, in one of our, our first flats that we lived in mm -hmm. London. I'm still like weirded out by this. I don't understand. Like, I get it that people have children and babies and things mm -hmm. and they cry and they, you know, you want to keep them asleep, blah, blah, blah. But I think, I've, oh, I mean, I have told this story before. I know this story. But like, <clears throat> they used to put this sign on their door being like, shush, my baby's sleeping. And I was like, I'm not just going to like tiptoe around the building because your baby's asleep. Yeah. Like, when, like when If you so... want privacy, move to a place it that has really privacy. Weird. This isn't the one I'm going to do next. But oh. I'm, just, I'm just going to read the title because that's all I've got of it. Okay, this is a bonus. Like, bonus episode. Bonus, so bonus round, just, everybody. So the title is at the cunt. Yeah, the, the, the title of this one. I don't yeah. Beep. Oh, the answer is can't. Um, so. <laughs> Was followed to my apartment by a guy with evil intentions. Ooh. So I unleashed the wettest and fartiest shit I could into my pants. Uh, uh, sure. Do you know what? Are we sharting as defense mechanisms I mean, now? it worked. Unfortunately, some people might have been in. He might have been like, oh, oh she yeah, wants yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate being followed. It's I happened know. to me a few times. It's just absolutely no thank you. But like I said, I was chased when I was a teenager in our chased. village. Yeah, you were, mm, weren't chased. you? Chased. Chased. I'm um. a ch uh, yeah. <laughs> I was presenting woman. She was a chaser. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened so many times. Oh, God. <laughs> I accidentally found out that my co-workers don't like me. Oh. Mine are all really sad. Yeah, they are. I mean, co-workers kind of hate everyone. Mm -hmm. Today I tried to do a nice thing for one for one of my co-workers. Oh, she mentioned she had a craving, so I went. Oh, I was getting my lunch and picked up the food and drinks she really wanted on a whim. Aww. I gave it to her and went to the back room to eat. I guess I got the wrong type of flavour. When I came back from my lunch, she told me to ignore the instant messages that she had sent me. Naturally, I read it since it was the first thing that popped up when I logged in on my phone. It was some not so nice things about me and that she meant to send to another co-worker. Oh, hateful. I tried to keep my composure. Ladies keep compare. Um. <laughs> I don't know what that reference is. Alicia <laughs> <Lisa> Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to go to the bathroom to cry. I've always been a kind of outcast, but this was a huge blow because I genuinely thought my co-workers actually liked me. Aww. I feel like even at 28, no matter how hard I tried to fit in and be nice, I somehow mess it up. But first of all, you didn't mess it up. No, you didn't mess it up. You didn't mess up us up, there. sis. Everyone bitches everybody moans everyone like not you know everyone has these moments but like there are certain times where this happens like if you're if someone comes up to you with good intentions and gives you like some kind of item of food food that you said you've been craving or something like say i don't know say 
Bonchetta from the shop came, came, came and gave me a specific drink. So I was like, I really want a Panda Pop. And she gave me cola instead of bubble gum. And I wouldn't then go to Luxaria. This stupid bitch yeah. gave me. Yeah. Actually, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this story. I don't believe no, it at no, but all. Like, I, would, I, would, I would be like, oh, look, she gave me this. It's not my, not necessarily the favorite. It's not my favorite. But, yeah. But, like, but you oh, would look, be she like, tried she to, needs to die. She needs to die. And then be like, and I don't, don't mess, don't open the message because uh, it's just, it's just, you're just being mean. Like, I it's think, just mean girl yeah. shit. Yeah. That is, it is mean girl shit. And I think that little sentence at the end there is so telling of this, um, this woman's life. Is this a woman? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've misgendered everyone along the way. I feel like her little sentence there where she said, um, I've spent, oh, I'm 28 and I've spent my whole life trying to fit in. That is such a relatable sentence. Like, yep. I have spent basically my whole life trying to find where I fit in. Yeah. And I really don't fit in anywhere. Town I, college. I, I literally straddle so many different, like... Friendship groups, so many different lifestyles, so many different things that it's actually I I can sort of understand there the idea that like it's just you've overheard like a coworker that you work with and they're like I really like this and then think do you know what I'm gonna get them that to be nice so my manager when I used to work on the counter at Mac loved Monster almost as much as I did oh. so I remember a couple of days a week not I sponsored just, I would grab a, like a two for one and just go in and and grab her and give her one and she would absolutely love it and then she texts the me and say Luxury yeah. is a bitch the idea that that would then be the problem is like oh that's, that's the thing so... because we don't know exactly what was said in those messages but like that's like it, to say it wasn't nice <laughs> things so it's yeah. not like this person said oh she got oh, me that wasn't my oh, favourite but no, she got nice me the wrong her. thing silly woman yeah. but like it, it must have been quite mean if it was yeah. you know to that extent have you ever sent a message to someone by accident that you didn't mean to yes tits out fully tits oh, out of to one of my friends yeah. yes, yes, I was I like remember. hello bosoms that's an accident uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so a really good way of covering yourself if you accidentally do this I have sent a screenshot to the wrong person because someone has said something to me and I've screenshotted it and gone that I don't know how to react to this and I've sent it accidentally back to that person mm -hmm. and I was like oh fuck but a way that you can actually come back from that situation is to be like I don't understand what you meant by this in your message so you kind of like have covered up why you've sent them a screenshot of their own sh conversation because yeah. it's a bit naughty. But no, I, uh, aside from like basically sending nude accidentally to the wrong person, I've never done like a, so, what a bitch, I hate you. So not that long ago, it was only a couple of weeks ago. I've had ago, it happen to me. Um, I, so we we used to have an old friend on YouTube called Ariel Scarcella. We used to be friends with her years ago. She became turfy. Obviously we kicked her out by a bitch. But, um, so I've, I've got her blocked and everything. We've got her blocked and everything. And so was Callum. Somehow, I don't know how this happened. Mm -hmm. Callum sent me a DM of a cat. It was just a cat. You know, because I we, mm -hmm. we send things. We've got mm -hmm. group chats where we send like cat mm -hmm. videos and dogs, blah, blah, blah. And somehow in the process of him sending me this, he had linked Ariel in this like <laughs> chat. And he texts me going, I don't know how the fuck this has happened. But like, I've just accidentally added Ariel to a conversation with all of us. And I was like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. And suddenly she's there. Because when you open the message, it was like someone in this group chat is someone you've blocked. So you might not want to open it. <laughs> I was just like, what? And see, I'd like left the group, but she had put like lol with a question mark, and I was like, I've not spoken to you in like four years. That's like it was <laughs> so intense. Just a cat, and it was just like, what's going on? And <laughs> I, I don't know how he was like, I don't know how the fuck this has happened because she's blocked, and I have a block as well, which is why the, the the warning came up. It was like so weird. We're like, what? Not having a conversation with a turf. Here's a cat. <laughs> yeah, literally, the idea that it's something so innocuous and innocent of being like, it's the cute yeah. little cat. Uh, and then just like inviting like turf enemy number one. Weird. Into the it was chat. so weird. That is so weird. How I hate sometimes technology bugs are just out there to like 
prove us wrong yeah. or like destroy yeah. our lives, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. My boyfriend asked for a paternity test for our child. As soon as the results came in and show he is the father, I'm leaving him. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Oh, that's the reaction. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm a new mum to a baby boy who is my pride and joy. And though it's been a roller coaster adjusting to taking care of a baby, the past few months have been great. Tiring, but great. I've had a boyfriend of three years who is the first person relationship wives I have ever loved. And I thought we were doing great as new parents, but as also partners. Friday, he came home. Friday, he came homo. (laughs) He came homo. Friday, he came home and asked me for a paternity test. Just like that. And it was completely out of the blue. I was putting away the dishes and he asked for one. Like he was asking what was for dinner. I'm a different race from him, but our child, apart from the skin tone, is literally a mirror image of from pictures I've seen of him when he was a baby. I was stunned when he asked, and his reasons were that he had to be sure that he was the father. He had to have that certainty. All I remember as he was speaking is just immediately feeling pain. Mm-hmm. The man I love doesn't trust me. He would actually believe that I would F someone else, cheat on him, and then try to pass it off as another man's baby as his. I have never given him reason to not to think that I would cheat on him. I have tried to be transparent and communicated through this issue, but it just wasn't enough. He told me he would give me time to think about this, that he wouldn't go behind my back and do the test, but for our relationship to move forward, he needs to be 100% sure the child is his. He repeated this because in his words, he needed me to realize how serious this was. After thinking on a couple of days, I'm going to allow him this paternity test because I have nothing to hide. I never cheated and would never cheat on him. Once it's proven that he's the father, I'm going to end it, leaving the same day and I'm going to try my best to be a cooperative co-parent with Mm -hmm. him. In the meantime, I'm coming up with my exit plan, a place to live, a lawyer to work out custody arrangement and court. I can't even tell my family or friends right now because this would go nuclear and my first priority is my child. I hope the test is worth it to him. I actually agree with that completely. Yeah, I think If someone came up to me and said you've been cheating give me a paternity test yeah especially after like three years of being together yeah I can understand wanting to actually like make sure that your child is yours but I feel like unless there is actual reason to like yeah. have a, a, an inkling of like oh something's not right girls well, especially... we're only reading it from one side of the story but it doesn't make sense to... I wonder if maybe this this boyfriend or whatever is looking for an out maybe he's like oh maybe. I need you to do this and because he knows that she's like no he's like I don't didn't even want to be a parent maybe Maybe, maybe. I feel like this happens to some men. They can get a bit spooked and then go all weird for a yeah. while. I mean, like, because he might have been, you never know, he might have been down the pub and his mates are like, are you sure it's yours? Are you sure it's yours? Are you sure it's yours? God, and I could like, oh, God. Yeah. I, I would, I could, if, if someone actually, like, didn't have that much, if, like, after all the time and someone came up to me and said they didn't have trust on me or whatever, I, w- I wouldn't be able to just, like, look past it and be like, oh, silly no. bitch, we'll move on. It's the sign of something a bit deeper, actually. Yes, yes. Like, this yes. level of mistrust and also, like, questioning. Like, you can question people in your life but this this doesn't just question a person like oh you told me you didn't like pistachio ice cream it's not like that it's like oh my god this is actually like a fundamental relationship flaw yes yes and that is a giant red flag yes and i i actually side with her 100 and i i don't know how old that story was but i hope oh actually i hope when all of it happened i hope you live it was only two months ago oh okay so I'm guessing that how, I don't know how long these tests take, but I have no idea. Um, yeah, good I question. hope you live a wonderful, fabulous life with your baby. Baby, without that awful man. Yeah, who's like, I don't trust you. It's very strange, isn't it? Mm. Very strange. Especially as well, is if like there's been zero signs of her actually cheating in the first That's place. What I mean. like, like, yeah, they're... if there's been no signs of that ever. Like if she's been like, I'm going to work now at like, 8 p.m. and it's yeah. like. 
but you work in the day. Like I can understand yeah, like, I'm yeah. staying late. But if none of that's happened, you've just seen. You, you hear that situation a lot with people who are trying to plan like a surprise party or something. Yeah, and yeah. The partner's like, they're cheating. They're cheating. They're on me. cheating. They're on sneaking me. away and having secret conversations, and I'm not allowed to be in there. They're cheating, and then they're like, surprise. Happy yeah. Birthday. Uh, help me. Have your daily nail. <laughs> buxom woman shows off curvaceous square body. Um. <laughs> Wow. I put cash into my boyfriend's wallet when he went to the shower. Oh, mm. okay. Mm. All right. He's one of those guys who always insists he pays for things. And although he lost his job, he's still trying to pay for things when he can. Aww. Today, we went to pick up breakfast and he couldn't afford to pay it. So Aww. he took out... So he took his food off the order and only got me food so he could pay. He was really sad he couldn't pay for everything and said it makes him feel like less of a man. So when he went to the shower, I slipped $50 into his wallet and folded it up super small that uh, if he was fine, he thinks that he wouldn't be able to just, he thought he wouldn't have noticed it to begin with. Mm -hmm. He'll just, yeah, he'll just think he missed it. I want him to feel better next time he tries to pay for stuff. Oh, that's actually really sweet and also a little bit sad at the same it's time. It's sad because you feel like I I understand like the want, but I feel like it's almost like uh that has been that's a that's a patriarchy. That's a, that's an effect of like patriarchal kind of ideology mm-hmm. that like the man mm-hmm. it, man man a uh, man's innate like uh oh or oh, what's the word like value in this world is is tied to how it's very and- it feels a bit Andrew Tate kind yeah. of like sentiment maybe not as extreme but it does feel a bit Andrew Tate sort of sentiment and I think I understand that but I just think. When you are in a, a committed relationship with, t- like, video you know, two, or three, even a throw up or whatever, yeah. like, I think it's very good for you all to kind of like allow each other to like pay for things if you yeah, want to, like, yeah. because you should be allowed to treat your loved one. Yeah, you know? I think that's the thing. Like, relationships are a two way thing, and I think if one person is just sort of like, you have to buy me everything. Like, oh, but I didn't get that vibe from this. No, story. no, no, no. But no, but I'm saying yeah. if, they, if that because like he may not. That might not be the situation, yeah. but in a way in his mind is that you're not actually going to pay. I have to do it because I'm the man. Yeah. And it feels a bit... It's very traditionalist. Yes. It? And I think maybe because we're queer. Well, I don't know if you call yourself queer or not, but I call myself queer. How dare you? I'm going to find a lawsuit. I know. But like as a queer person, it's like maybe Those rules we don't really yeah, apply. Maybe we don't. I mean, I remember my, my ex-boyfriend, he was a little bit like... Because um, at the time he had way more money than I did. Mm-hmm. But he was a bit like... We both have to pay the same amount. And it was like, but I can't afford to pay as much as you yeah. pay. So like you taking me to restaurants and expect me to pay everything. Like, I, But you know, I don't have the money to do this. So like in that situation, it was a bit like, you earn a lot more money than I do at the moment. So like maybe you should pay more if you're going to invite me to these places and knowing that I can't afford to. Yeah. And then sort of make me feel bad about not being able to pay as much. So in those situations, I'm like, clearly there's an off balance there. Yeah. So someone yeah, must yeah, pay. Yeah, 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 but yeah. if she's got the money and she's happy to pay for things, allow them to do it yeah i think also this is one of those things where this this mindset i'm not saying it doesn't have a place in the modern world but it's very it's like the modern world now you quite often find in fact i know quite the case where a lot of the women in relationships or the femme presenting people in relationships actually earn more money than their boyfriends wives or husbands she should be able to feel like she can provide as well yeah because i feel like when you're like having in your relationship and you're like sneaking around like that it kind of makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. I have to sneak money into his wallet so he feels good about himself. It just makes me feel a bit kind of like, Ugh. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit, What's it's a little bit like um, nannying. Is that the word? Mm. Like nannying? Oh, it's a difficult one because I, obviously you want to do lovely things for your loved ones and you want to like make sure that they're all safe and happy and something. And it's like, but 
he also seems really selfless at the fact that he had his food taken off of the bill. Yes, like, yes, that yes. That is such a selfless act in terms of like, I'm the man that I will provide if it means that I don't eat. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Like, actually, you probably won't find that very often in no. this day and age. I feel like that's very... Chivalry is dead, girls. Yeah, dead. It's it's not dead, but it's definitely on life support. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get the defibrillator for the Chevrolet and Tasha Osprey. Chevrolet and Tasha Osprey. Oh, she's having a breakdown. She's having a breakdown. Oh, replace my tyre. The clown comes. (laughs) Does the clown comes? Yes. Jesus. Jesus was seen in my bonnet. Anyway, the story is lovely. I would say, I would say, like, I do mm. think there needs to be a conversation where you have because this you can't continually do job. this. Yeah, yeah, if he's out of a job for like some time, which is not rare now. Like, mm-hmm. if people have high-paying jobs now or like quite successful careers, if they are suddenly out, find themselves out of work, it can take a while to get back in. Yes. So he's not going to be able to constantly be like, "Well, I'm not eating. I'm not eating. And I'm letting my house fall into disrepair, yeah. and I can't get any transport, and I'm actually now in the ocean drowning." Because yes. I do feel like if this is left and he doesn't get a job, or whatever, and this is going on, this could open up actually quite a. It could be a bad test. Yeah, it could be actually like a bad reaction down the line when mm. all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not eating anymore because I want to provide for you. Because yeah. I feel like in, if that was me, I'd actually start getting quite angry at the person to be like, you need to actually get over yourself a little bit because yeah. you're being a little bit too far where it's like, yeah, you're now... If you're in the position to provide, you can provide. Yes. If you aren't in the position to provide right now, then it's not the end of the world to accept provisions. Yes. It really isn't. But again, that's all. That's the. That's the, unfortunately what that's men very, are taught. A yeah, lot of men for, are taught. Yeah. Like, no, you have to be like this all the time. Yeah. Uh. I made a joke and got fired. Oh. Mm. Co-workers who as of two days ago, I would call friends and I sat down for lunch. We would typically grab lunch on Sundays as, as, the, as that is the end of our work week. One of them has been struggling with her weight and doing a lot of stupid fat diets. I said, I could lose 10 pounds in 10 seconds. You've got this. Being my sarcastic a-hole self. She replied, 10 pounds actually takes a lot of work and you all think it's really easy and it's not at all. So uh-huh. I snapped off my fake leg and told her, see, it's that easy. <laughs> I got off the phone. I got a phone call from work about my inappropriate behavior and was terminated. I just thought it was a funny joke. Right. Are you ready? A quick bit of a backstory. I'm an asshole who's been known to push buttons due to my dark humor. Um, I've got dark sense of humor. You just don't understand me. Yeah, oh, the joke. Uh, dead baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have a dark sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I suppose this was the last straw that broke the camel's leg. Um, <laughs> oh, pop the leg off. Yeah, pop it off, sis. I'm not looking to sue as software companies talk, and I don't want to get blackballed. Is that a phrase? Blackboard? Blacklisted, isn't it? Blacklisted. Yeah. Nothing I joke about is meant to be malicious and oftentimes I'm the butt of my own joke. I hope I made some of you smile with those who said this, but sadly I was fired. I think to fire this person is an extra... I feel like this was at a work event, different story, I think. I think what I think has happened is there's other things that we don't know about and that was the last thing for sure. And then we said, this might have been the straw that broke the camel's hump. But like, I think clearly this person's done other things that have pissed people off because just to fire them over this one thing yeah. seems weird i think that's hilarious the fact that like yeah. actually in actuality he is like the butt of the joke because he's yeah. going look i've taken off my yeah. leg yeah like it's not like he was saying to the other person oh 
you're it's, fat and disgusting. Yeah, so it's, it's like, a self-deprecating joke yeah. at the end of the day. And yeah. I mean, we make them all the time. Yeah. So I don't see how it's a problem. But also, I think what we have to remember is that this was an after... This, this was outside of work. Yeah. Had this none, was just yeah. like going to get lunch on a Sunday. I, I I just think there's so much to the story that we're not being told. Yeah. It I just would seems, agree. It just seems like quite an extreme reaction for yes. something like that. Yes. If that was why I just over that, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think that that's like an... What do you guys think? Do you think it's acceptable for like making a, a sort of like self-deprecating joke outside of work being fired for your job for that. I don't, I don't think that's really acceptable. No, no. My baby is ugly as hell. Oh no. My son was born a few weeks ago and I love him to death, but he's ugly as hell. I hate myself for thinking it, but it's impossible not to. My whole family has been lying to me saying, oh my God, your kids don't get your ass. Oh shit. This little guy looks like a potato on drugs. Oh, don't tell the last of us. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, if no only say, they knew. No Fired. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I actually do. Fired. <laughs> I actually do not find babies cute at no, all. No, I like, thought you were going to say something else then. But yeah, no. I, I don't, don't find babies cute, and I think actually a lot of people don't. I don't think babies look cute. They look scrunchy I and feel like, like a ball you, sack. Yeah, like I just don't. Yeah, oh. I just don't understand. Like I, I would. I think when you have a baby yourself, this person hates their own kid. But like when you have a baby yourself, I think obviously there is that maternal kind of like I love my child. This is like the being now, yeah. and I have this intense bond with them, whatever. But like other people outside of that. I think sometimes they can get a little bit like everyone must love it as much as I do and actually yeah. I'm like no you're, you're your it, baby's hideous yeah. please keep it away from me no I completely agree I think there's there's it's for me, it's like when you do see like um, like a cute baby, I feel like they're a lot rarer than other babies. <laughs> if yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the majority of babies are kind of a bit like, because they have just kind of like arrived. They're all kind of a bit like squidgy and yeah. a bit like grim and a bit like, oh God, you're really delicate. Well, the thing is most, to be honest, most beings, when they're like newborn, they look gross. Like Yeah, f- like fresh out of the like, womb. <laughs> they look, and, but even even like like kittens and kittens like puppies, and puppies, they have like gross, open... the eyes are all like, all, like uh, sticky and gross like and they're sealed. kind of a little bit kind of like, yeah. like I, and it's when they get to about six weeks and then they're like cute yes but i think with babies and newborns i feel like that kind of stage because like you know animal lives and human lives or whatever have very different so like the process of like little animals becoming you know more cuter it just happens quicker well also do you know there's a reason why this is it's because when babies are born they're not finished developing mm. they're not actually finished oh do you know what i hate so when my when my sister had her niece and nephew the I little the, the little soft spot on the, the soft skull. spot on the skull I, so i held I can't, well, both of them but one of the, i can't remember what one it was exactly years ago um it was in my lap and i didn't know but i had no idea about the soft spot because i've never really been around babies because yeah. she was that touch his head and I was like what and I just sort of did this and I, there was just like that diver and I was like uh, oh <laughs> I hate it Inter- I hate it absolutely hated it and I, I was such a reaction I couldn't even like cope I was a bit like I'm gonna kill this baby <laughs> like I'm, I'm acting like so I'm something's gonna happen or I'm gonna like jolt or like I don't know so it's gonna make me jump and I'm like this little soft spot on the brain it's just, I'm just gonna push into it or something so I was just like I don't think I can hold this baby anymore because, like, my biggest fear about holding babies is, like, they'd be sick on you. Oh, really? I hate... I yeah. the, the idea of baby being sick on me is, like, the I, I, I want to die. So yeah. it, I was like, you're going to have to take this baby off me now because... If, if if it's vomiting on me and I actually knock that soft spot because I've like jumped or something <laughs> like 
But the soft spot on a baby's skull, it's terrifying, uh, isn't it? But it's because they're not fully, they're not like fully developed yet. They're kind of a bit like new still. So this is the reason why like horses, when they're born, can walk. Giraffes can walk. They generally, like most of the animal kingdom that is mammalian or perhaps even lays eggs, when they hatch or when they arrive onto this plane of existence, they're kind of developed enough to be able to defend themselves and kind of have a bit of wits about well, them. It's like the amount but of animals babies, can walk instantly. Well, this is just it. Our babies are like, no, I no. need another year I need, yeah. That's the thing, because like, when newborn babies, they're like all like gooey for ages and they like spit up and they're like snotty and they all this stuff. And it's like, I don't they see don't how they have functional digestive systems either. Like, n they're hardly functional at all. The only thing that they do have that they lose as they grow older is grip strength. They mm. have an incredible grip strength. But yeah, they, so I, very... I empathize being like, I don't we need some software too. updates for yeah. babies. So, <laughs> uh, but I, I, do th I do think some of it is just because. As a gay person who literally has no maternal instincts or wants to, I, the idea of having a child is the worst thing imaginable yeah, to me. I, I don't want any children. I would much rather have a dog. Like, so I think maybe we are slightly jilted a bit with this topic. Oh, 100%. Because 100 we, yeah, we're not really sort of like baby minded. But like, I'm actually really, out of anything we've talked about, I think I'm actually kind of interested about this the most at the moment. Like, what do you think? Yes. Do you think babies are cute? Because yes. I just like, I'm like, until they're like a few years old when they can kind of like not just like yeah. dribble and spit everywhere. And yeah. Like, <gasps> they're very, babies are really gooey, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're, they're really gooey. very gooey. <laughs> I don't want any of that goo anywhere near me. No, thank you. How very appropriate. Are you ready for this, yeah. girl? So we can have, we have some explicit information on this kind oh, of story. Oh dear. We can actually share quite a Is lot of things. Is it about how many fists you can fit? Into your nose. <laughs> oh no. Open up that airway. I was brought up by family vloggers and it ruined my life. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, here we go, bitch. Okay. Here we go, girls. I, female 17, was brought up by parents who family vlogged. They started vlogging when I was around seven and stopped three years ago. I want to hugely avoid speculation as to who my family is and I won't be sharing much detail, but the channel did have over 500,000 subscribers. My parents finally stopped when there was a mental health crisis in my family as a result of the channel, but this was never shared online. Mm. If you are a family vlogger or considering it, please read this and consider my perspective. I've wanted to share for a while, but I don't know how to. I loved it for a while. I loved being the center of attention and I liked being on camera and I loved getting more toys and free things. I stopped loving it when I realized the only time I got attention was when the camera was turned uh... on. Isn't this the tea that we the always The Ace hear? Family Girls. Mm -hmm. And the only time I got toys was when I performed in a way I was meant to. Oh, it's literally, sake. it's like grooming a child yeah. to be like a child actress or whatever. I'm going to use some of the stuff that happened and how it affected me and my siblings. So, my siblings and I were so paranoid that there was camera on us that the only place we felt comfortable changing was in the bathroom with the lights off. Oh, that's so sad. That is... Uh that's okay. really horrific, isn't mm -hmm. it? I couldn't talk to my mum about anything when my mental health issue began um, began to get bad because I was too scared it would be shared online. If I'd asked her not to, it wouldn't have made a difference and I'll barely have a relationship with my mum. What I, a fucking surprise. Yeah. And I bet so many more, so many more of these channels. The time. So, the, your, so many family channels now. Sorry to cut in. So many family channels now. You better watch out because so many of your children will hate you in the yeah. future. Yeah, they will. They absolutely will. My mum considered homeschooling us so that she'd have more time to make content during the day. Yeah. My best friend's mum said she didn't want my friend to... My best friend's mum said she didn't want my friend to be my friend anymore because my mum kept filming her without permission. God. My mum didn't care how upset I was and how upset my friend's mum was. 
I didn't have a single private moment. My mum woke up with me with a camera on. She often filmed right up until we went to sleep. That's insanity, mm. isn't it? She filmed us in the bath, and although she's tried to get it off the internet, it was downloaded and online forever. That that well, is that's that's the tea. That's, that's that's the, the tea yeah, that is the tea. Anything you put online is there forever. She shared when I got my period, even though I told her I didn't want to. Fuck's sake. Someone attempted to kidnap my sister and found it easy because they knew her full name, address, school, and all the details about her and what she looked like. My sister didn't know he was a stranger because he knew so much about her. That's so... There's obviously a lot more. Feel free to ask any questions. I... Wow. So... This is a huge issue that I... I think we spoke about this when we first, like, started, like, hanging out in real life together. Yes, We were like, I've always found the concept of family channels to be, like dark yeah it's always like a, a melancholy darkness because yeah. it's it's literally like making your children work yes it's it's producing ch- like child working situations i don't know but it, also in my life like i was filmed every single day as a child like growing up and then my mum would do like a cassette recording every friday of like what we did and what we got up to during the week and it's because my mum had ocd and she wanted to like just catalog my life yeah but it wasn't done for going on the internet it wasn't done for like Profit. It wasn't done for. It's just done for memories, and I have well, all those memories we, now. So we, yeah, we I joke gr- about it. It's, I'm still doing that job now. I was yeah. born into it. We grew up in a time where videoing ourselves was just, just literally for us. Yeah. So like me and my friend Hannah, before we were doing YouTube and we had our Psycho Vloggers channel, <laughs> from like most of our sort of like late teenage, well, like mid to late teenage years. Yeah. We were just like filming our lives, doing like random things, not talking about pretending that we were like vlogging, or whatever, but we were like just chatting to us, I guess. Yeah. And like it didn't feel invasive because it was all in our control. No one. Else saw it and it wasn't until until 2008 when we started doing things for youtube so like from the age of like 13 to like mm-hmm. 16 17 we had kind of filmed loads of our lives and stuff but like it's, it was a completely different thing yeah the idea now it feels like a science experiment it feels it feels so strange and i don't get how it's there's not some kind of law against it because actually a child under the age of 16 i think can only work like four out what, what's the i think it's like it's something it's yeah. low, it's like it's under, low hours uh, you can't actually work under 13 i think uh-huh. but you can get like a paper round but it has to be under a certain amount of time yes. per week um but these family channels if this person said that they wake up with a camera and they go to bed with a camera like 12 you know 12 hours or whatever they've been awake the, for yeah the idea that they only get good reward and praise when they behave in a certain way yes on on camera and like outside a camera she couldn't even talk to her about problems that she that had. is so, so sad but we've already seen from so the past many. few minutes so many channels where like it's been exposed that the family like the the parents were kind of like forcing their kids to do things and yeah. they would give them like sweets and shit if they did it right there was that like, one where the the kids were like kept in like a cupboard and only let out like if they did the right thing or if they did like the wrong challenge the or 11, 11, 11 children. adopted children yes yes she adopted all these children and like, used them for like profit like I don't get how it's... It's some... content farm. Yeah. That's what it, it is. It's, it's content farming, but you're using children for it's, it. It's, it's it's so wrong. Scary. And I think the fact that this child couldn't even tell her mother, like, personal things and was scared about talking about her period and something then was just that, told... Something that actually is, is like, quite harrowing experience yes. and needs gentle guidance through. And she couldn't even have the one person that she thought she could be so close to. Well, there was that that's one family sad. who who, so who adopted that kid who had, uh, was it Down syndrome? Yes. I can't, it was autism. I can't remember what, 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 what the no, child he, had. Yeah, he had a, he had, um, a, a, an illness, An illness. Say. And it was just like, oh, we can't film him on camera, so we're going to give him back. Yeah, because um, it was, I think, was it Thailand they, would, they tried to adopt him from? But they put a, con- they put a thing in the contract saying, this child 
child. Film yeah, them. you cannot film or put pictures of this child on the internet yeah. for something like sixteen months. Yes. And they were like, and oh, they were we, like, oh, we, we, so we, we actually just like him. we just couldn't actually deal with um his disorder, so we had to give him back. No, you gave him back because you couldn't fucking film him. Yeah, one hundred percent. You was, couldn't exploit this child. It was just disgusting. Like actually, there's so many stories of family channels who were doing this. Like, we're still in an age where it's still very commonplace to see them, yeah. and so much. I know family channels not probably going to watch this video, but like yeah. actual family channels, like the amount of them in the future where their kids are going to actually hate you yeah, yeah. is going to be so common. Why mm -hmm. didn't my kid talk to me anymore? Probably because you put him, I don't know, you found out he was masturbating and you went and you told the internet, I, yeah. ca I caught my 14-year-old boy masturbating. This, literally, like, I was just I was just thinking about something similar like this. It's like, if you have this huge issue that you're going through and you need some guidance or you're having a problem somehow and the person that you're going to, your guardian, your, your caregiver, your primary person in this world to help you has taken your experience and sort of like flashed it across the internet yeah. for millions to see is such an invasion of autonomy. It's unreal. I remember when I, I, I must have been about 14. I, I wasn't actually jerking off, but I was in my bed. It was the middle of the day and I was just watching TV. And my brother and his girlfriend came into my room at that time and was just trying to talk to me. I, was just, I, was, I wasn't doing anything. Okay. I was, and I ge genuinely wasn't doing anything. And then he went and told people that I was masturbating. I, mean, I walked in and I'm having a wank. Although I wasn't, I wasn't actually doing that. Just the idea that people were thinking at that age that like they caught me having a wank was actually really humiliating. Yeah. And that's in like a few people that he told. Now imagine that, and Magnified. you've got a massive, a massive following, and suddenly like hundreds of thousands of people. Because these a lot of these blamages are like millions yeah, of views. Millions. Now know that like you were caught having a wank when you were fourteen or whatever. Like that would be humiliating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like. And humiliating. The thing, the the problem with it is, is that like, obviously I do a lot of reality TV content on my channel and a lot of that reality TV content does involve young people in some way or another, whether that's through family members or whether that's through just... The primary example I can think of is like the Kardashians because their whole life has been documented, but there is still rules and regulations in place on television firms of what they can and can't yes. film, what they can and can't expose. When you have a YouTube channel, you're your own executive yeah, there's, producer, there's no, your own editor, nothing. your own scriptwriter, yeah. everything. There yeah. is no safety and i'm actually glad do you remember when youtube brought in copper and we thought that it was going to be like a huge issue for yeah, everything yeah. and that's why they made like youtube kids you can't comment on it you can only have very specific things and also the monetization yes. was like limited yeah i think that is a huge step in the right direction even if it caused quite a lot of uproar at the I still time think yeah it's, i still think that's a step in the right direction i just i just i hate it i think i think it's like you know i'm I think all for filming your kids and filming yeah. like the the wonderful moments of your day and your life or whatever but if you're as soon as you're making it a job and you're making it money there is there is the explicit implication on your child to perform for that money. Yes, and I just think when it starts to get to that, like, I just, I think it's, I think it's wrong. Mm. I don't think you should be doing, like, the idea as well now, as they said that they were in the bath and it's already been downloaded to like yeah. nefarious places or whatever. It's like when you put anything on the internet, it's very rarely gone from anywhere. Yeah, like, you can't very really rarely remove gone. everything um, from the internet. Unless you get rid of it like instantly. Mm -hmm. It's, but then when you get like a huge following, you get fans who become very intense. And like when you put anything else up, like I know this isn't me. I'm, this, I'm actually fine with it. But like if I tweet something, I know like three or four people who will like that tweet relatively quickly. So yeah. I would have to be very fast to get that out. And I, I don't mind it because I don't put things on that and we're like suddenly ashamed mm -hmm, or whatever. Mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. if you're a family channel putting other people on the internet that they don't really want to be up there. Yeah. And then suddenly it's there for life. I just... It's wrong. And I think unless you're actually able to consent, it's just... Well, this is just it, isn't it? Uh, like, children can't consent. No. And I just, I just think it's... Like, 
I don't think when you when you get like 15 or 16, if you want to do like TikToks and things, fine. No, live your life, yeah, girl, it's a bit whatever. Different, it's I very think. different. And I think social media is so integral to life now. I think kids, I don't think kids should be banned from social media. No. But to have quite a lucrative business and you're the star because you're the child and your family's filming you, that's wrong in my opinion. Well, do you remember, so we, we make a joke every now and then about like... Um, about like kids channels and there's, yeah. there's this there, so was it ryan's toys i think, right, I think it was ryan's it's toys yeah. out, we have a running joke that there's every now and then there was a bell in your old place that used to live there used to be a little bell ringing and we had this little joke that was like oh there's that girl ringing her bell for 16 million viewers a month yeah yeah because yeah. for some reason all these kids channels just get so many views and make so much money that is such a huge implication on a child because like I don't know how old this Ryan person is now but mm-hmm. if he's like going into his 20s but he's already made and already had a huge successful career as a child yes like let's for example look at child actors most of the yes. time they don't grow up to be able to be having a very well stable adjusted life yes. because what they've been through is quite often than not a difficult situation, especially well, for those who grew up in like the eighties and the nineties. And also, we we haven't touched on it yet. When the story said that one, oh, that sister almost got kidnapped or something because yes, that person. Yes. Like, this is the thing as well. When it comes Stalkers. to like social media influencers and like big followings, mm-hmm. you know, I had my own situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a whole video about it. We did, I had to get the police involved and restraining orders and all that stuff. Like, so put that amount of like fandom or like intense people onto a child yeah. who then has to go to school, have her own friends and go, you know, go to places with their friends, whatever. And all of a sudden there are millions of adults and millions of people who know who this person is, mm-hmm. who's trying to just like live a normal life, but you've given them this like notoriety. It's so unfair that this mm-hmm. kid is now having this much pressure that I might get kidnapped because my mum filmed me. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the the extra thing in that one, which was alarming as well in that little sentence, was that because so much information was freely available on this child, that this this stranger, this kidnapper knew all this information yes. and, she, and she couldn't tell because it's a child. Like, yeah. they don't have a lot of reason because they haven't developed that part exactly. yet. Exactly. She couldn't distinguish this person from a stranger. Is so... that's ju- That should have been enough to yeah. be like, okay, yeah. this is, like, dark and It dangerous. just took some mental health issue in the fact... No, but no, no, the kidnap secret. of your fucking, like, daughter no, wasn't enough to be like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, it's so unhinged. And the fact of the matter is, there are going to be people out there that want to do, like, some things like this on a YouTube channel. And I feel like this is... It's very different from when you have, like, pets or something. Because yeah. it's... Obviously, if someone gets loads of pets just with the idea of making content out of these pets, that's bad. That's the same Logan concept. Paul. Same, yeah. That poor pig. That poor pig. Poor pig. I would like... Oh, come but and live with his, mummy. All of his animals have had, like, a bit of a scandal around them because he had so many. It's it's bad. It's bad. And unfortunately, I don't see it ending anytime soon, but it just requires people to be a bit more, like, conscious, conscientious of the content that they are consuming. Yeah. I just yeah, it's horrible. I just I just, I've always disagreed. Ban with family, family channels. I just, I just think it's just a bit. Or ban weird. family channels with children. Should yes, I, say. I think it's okay. Like if you happen to be a vlogger and you had a baby, to be like, I've had a baby, blah blah blah. But then and this to is make a few an update, yeah, yeah, to make an entire channel or to make like so suddenly like dedicated just suddenly dedicated now and you filming your baby's upbringing like i just i also like how do you go to school how she even said there that the the mum was looking to homeschool them so she could produce more content like that's so bad it's just weird like how you live a normal life which to be honest i i do kind of feel this way about like when i said about teenagers being on tiktok or whatever but like when like 13 year olds or whatever 13, 14 year olds have these millions of followers on TikTok because TikTok is so prevalent in school. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, how does that actually affect a child in school? Well, also, there is a conversation now happening about um, the fact that we live in an internet 
cultural space yeah where we have children sharing that same cultural space as fully fledged adults yes and this doesn't really happen in the real world like you don't usually get full grown adults socializing with children yes in, like well, their no, schools wonderful or point. in the parks yes, or anything yes. but as soon as you pick up your phone everyone is available in the same room yes. and that actually raises so many bigger questions of YouTube did this recently as well because they branded their whole brand around like advertising to kids, bring kids on. And then suddenly when Copper came in, they were like, you can't actually advertise to kids. And you yeah. Can't make any yeah. Kids content. Um, suddenly it's like, oh, well, there's this huge disconnect between adults using a platform that perhaps don't want to make family friendly content mm-hmm. and don't want to have to because most of the people that are paying attention to these adverts will be other adults with money yes, to spend yes, on yes. advertising budgets. Yes. Whereas now we have this shared space with like, People who are still finding themselves and maybe don't understand where they've come from. And I I see this quite a lot, especially with the discourse around, like, queer history. There is a massive disconnect between people that are, like, 29 and older and, like, 25 and younger. There's, like, like the idea that some, some younger people can't even conceive that section 28 was a thing yes and yes, we yes. grew up through that whereas yeah. now they're like i'm free in school at like seven year seven i'm i'm out as any, whatever i want to be and it's fine yeah. and, it, and it's genuinely shocking that then mm-hmm. they because they've experienced that experience they come online and they share it in a way that's like anyone else who didn't live like this is wrong yes because yes, it's like yes. well, you're There's a def- child who's still trying to find and understand more about the world that you exist in yeah and the space that you're if, you're technically being invited into as a child because yeah. technically, I don't think this is the case with TikTok, but do you remember with Facebook, it was like, th- you had to be 13, I think, to sign up. Oh, my sp- it might have been MySpace. You had to be I 13 to sign up. I didn't have MySpace, so I don't know. You ha- I feel like you had to be 13 to sign up. So anyone younger was technically like, as soon as they were found out to be younger, was their account was like banned. Yeah, yeah. And I, ju- I just feel like there is space for something like this because... If we don't do something like this, we end up with this situation where family channels are exploiting their kids for money. And then we're going to have a whole generation of adults who've grown up with this expectation that a camera in your face is money. Yeah, yeah. And they then are a bit like jarred from their reality because they're like, I don't understand what's real and what's not. Yeah. But I think you make a good point that the, the mixing of adults and children, yeah. how you would never normally have it. You'd in, never have in, it in anywhere in... else except online. Yeah. It's very, it's weird. I don't, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it difficult. Just, isn't it, it does make me feel uncomfortable. I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't like. I it. find I have to watch myself, and it's like in a room full of adults, I wouldn't have to. Yes. But I. I feel like there's a certain expectation of like not being a role model, but being like a hyper aware. Yes. Almost yes, yes. self censoring actually, and it's like I. It's not that I want to go and say ridiculous things online. That's not the case at all. It's just that. I find that having to self-censor changes the way that I think. Yes. Because I'm always cautious that I don't want to be setting a bad example. 100%. 100%. I agree completely. And that's the end of my podcast, uh, TED Talk. So this is called I Hate My Husband's Tattoo Choices. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. My husband and I have been together for 10 years. And during that course of time, we've both gotten tattoos. Oh, I love slut. tattoos. <laughs> I tattooed a clown on my pussy. Oh. <laughs> I, I fall. I fell hook, line, and sinker for that. I did. I, really, <laughs> I tattooed a clown onto my pussy. Yes. So I love tattoos, but my husband gets them without any thought about the. Oh. Uh, without any thought about the co- cohesion, cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. Cohesion, cohesion of the cohesion of the tattoos with with one another. No thought about placement. No consistent style, and some. 
a photorealistic, some Scrap. American traditional, some Scrap line work. Uh, essentially, yeah, they're just so random. I honestly didn't care that much because his it's his body, but now he wants a portrait of his mother on his arm. And I'm not into that at all. His mum has been weird and kind of racist towards me. And I don't feel like seeing her on his arm every day of my life. I feel like telling him... Uh, I feel like telling him to get a compromise and maybe doing on the leg instead. I feel like a huge jerk, but it, uh, to tell him what to do with his body. But it's starting to make me less attracted to him. Oh, that's a bit difficult. Mm. What, a, what a kettle of babies that is. So I, I kind of understand where she's coming from. Like, I feel like if you had got with him and he looks very different and then he kept doing more and more things that you really disliked. Because take, 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 take tattoos away from it. Maybe like... You know, someone just changes over time and you don't find them attractive. Maybe mm-hmm. they grew like a huge beard and you really hate it. And like, mm-hmm. I really am not attracted to beards. I'm trying my hardest. But like, mm-hmm. you're attracted to what you're attracted to. And yeah, so like you, you have a right. It's very, it's very difficult to kind of change what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, tattoos are very different than beards. I'm just trying to think of other things I compare it to. But like, I just think like, personally for me, I wouldn't have a problem with people having tattoos I necessarily didn't like if they had had them before, I guess. I'm not sure what I would... Because I think, so, do I trust your judgment, Mr. Well, this is just it. It, it. Actually, so if, if you're if you're perfectly happy with your partner's like choices and tattoos and the way they dress or whatever, but if you if you aren't and you're starting to question how bad their taste level is or yeah. how bad their like choice of tattoo work or like their haphazardness about something, then that's actually starting to ask a bit more questions. Of, yeah. Like, well, how stable are they in other areas? Like, how much can I trust them to make like a good, decent decision for our future? Yeah. If they're like, oh, I want comes on my this, pussy. Yeah, exactly. I just, because like I've always said in my job stopper videos and things where we've talked about it, like if I, if I saw someone and they came up to me and I was, you know, I was, was going to date them or whatever and then like they removed their shirt and there was something like a, a quite a graphic image of like someone defecating on their chest i would instantly be turned off yeah 100%, instantly and 100%. i'd be like i don't trust your judgment when you think having feces over your chest tattoo like is funny or good mm-hmm. like i just i would instantly be turned off by that so i kind of understand what she said but the difficulty is the fact that they've been together for 10 years and yeah. now she's so i think that's yeah. where the difficulty because i think yeah. when, when you first meet someone you can make that decision and be like yeah. well it's not a big deal because you don't even know them so it's yeah. fine but like yeah. i think it's very tricky but i it do is. feel like if you're finding yourself less attracted to him because he keeps getting all these different things. Communicate. I think you, you need ha- to communicate. Yeah. Oh, so it can be. It's going to grow into something a lot more unhinged. Yes, if you exactly. Don't yes, manage exactly. Manage to communicate exactly what your concerns are. It is. I do feel like because it's like a portrait of his mum and his mum's been like racist and stuff. That is that is like starting to be a problem as yes, well. Yes. Yes. So. I don't know. I can't remember where I was, but I was getting a coffee in a coffee shop and the server had the Harry Potter Deathly Hallows sign, massive tattoo across here. And I remember looking at it and being like, so this person had blue hair and looked really alternative. And I was like, oh, I feel a bit like, Mm, yes. going near you because of what that symbol represents to me. Yeah. I always, always want to say this and I want to say this so clearly to people. Consider what you get done yes, on your yes, body. Yes, yes, Especially if it's related to someone. Yes. Because if someone in your life, whether that's a celebrity mm-hmm. or, a, or a piece of artwork that they've created or a person, even in your personal life, be careful. That's, be so, so careful. My last celebrity portrait tattoo... Uh, video I, I said this very oh. strongly because I was like someone had uh, yes. uh, Kanye West and there was JK Rowling Ex- I, ju- I don't know like it's you difficult. can get fun silly tattoos yeah. you can have work done that's like you can be like a scribbly scrapbook if you want to if that's the style you're going for absolutely fine um, you're not going to get any judgment oh, judgment for me it's not my style I wouldn't get yes. it but as soon as you start getting people and like 
phrases and like words and stuff be very very or people's names rather rather yeah. than phrases and words because it's different but be just be very mindful about that because that's stepping into a different area of territory that's 100% just, like, yeah I've got a little scribble that symbolizes man's own turmoil against climate camp yeah. the joker tells my story yeah <laughs> dead <laughs> god but no I, I I would find it really do, like I, I would be very I think tattoos really do say a lot about you as yeah, a person they do. and I think if you are very careless with it i think people can maybe think oh your judgment in things isn't very good so yeah. I, I you know just be careful with be careful but also why would you want to get a racist tattoo a, rat- a racist like portrait on your arm anyway if you're with yeah. someone who you've been with for 10 years yeah why and you know that they've said like bad things oh, this person clearly is a bit i feel like he's a bit like i was raised by mummy and i just mm. i'm sort of like coasting a bit yeah. through life i just get whatever i want tattooed it doesn't really matter mummy mummy and it's a bit like mm, mm. pay a bit more attention yes yeah. <laughs> God, you haven't even started yet. Do you, oh, I feel like this. This clownery effort. I feel like this is a little bit like I can kind of see my myself in this story oh, a little bit. God, here we go. <laughs> I killed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. You can't prove anything. <laughs> I'm a trophy husband and I feel like I'm in a dream. Oh my God, okay. Right, so from the point of this person's story, I've been modeling for a few years and have moved into management when I met my wife, Lily. I was managing the models for a high-end fashion show and we went backstage after the show. She was tall and was wearing a nice dress, so she stood out. I spoke to her and we liked each other. She was nice, but assertive and a sophisticated person. We went on a few dates and she invited me back to her home. I knew she was rich, but I was shocked when I saw her home. It was a massive mansion. I understood- Merge mansion! Merge mansion! What's grandma hiding? hiding? Lily's got a (laughs) and he's a chaser (laughs) Lily worked at her parents (laughs) 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 stop it you You just realised what I was inferring your your look then it just took a couple seconds to register and I was like oh yeah oh the apple never rots far from the cunt (laughs) no it doesn't Oh, right. Okay. Be quiet, everybody. Silence in the courtroom. Yes. Um, I understood the scale of her wealth after that. Lily worked at her parents' businesses and it was their house. We kept seeing each other for a few months. Lily told me that she once married a guy she liked in college, but he started gambling and sleeping around, so she divorced him. Good. She's a woman. She's a woman. (laughs) They had a prenup, so it was hassle-free. She told me... To stop looking for partners. She told me to she told me she stopped looking for partners after that. One day when we were at her home, she told me she was getting old and that she wanted a husband she could show off at events. She asked me if I wanted to be that person. I was caught so off guard. She told me that I would get access to a lot of money and could do whatever I wanted as long as it didn't affect their reputation and I had to keep my body looking good. I also had to sign a prenup. I asked her for some time. I grew up in a middle-class home and never had any money problems in life. I had a good job, but the prospect of having a lot of money without doing anything was incredible. Lily was a nice person and I liked her well enough, so the prospect of spending my life with her didn't seem bad. I accepted her proposal and stuff moved pretty quickly after that. Her parents liked me and we were married in a couple of months. This was four years ago. I moved into their mansion and bought everything I ever wanted. But spending money got boring after a few months. I got bored doing nothing all day, so I took over cooking. I learned different cuisines from our chef and occupied most of my days with that. That's nice. Lily and I became great friends. She used to tell me about her day and I learned about her her businesses and so on. She'd take me to events and parties and they were fun. COVID hit 
here and Lily started spending a lot of time at home with me and we slowly fell in love. I know. So this is proper like, it's, it's like, it's a bit like, what's it, Pretty Woman? Is that what it is? If he's not uh, a okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's always funny to me that we fell in love after we got married. We are almost inseparable now. I spend most of my day cooking nice food for her and she keeps buying expensive gifts for me and I can't wait to see her at the end of the day. Um, she keeps taking us on vacations and we love each other a lot. We learned that she's pregnant recently. Oh. I never thought I'd ever see or experience a quarter of the things I have in the last few years and I feel kind of weird about it like my life has become a dream i do wonder how common it is for like sugar daddy relationships or sugar mum relationships mm. to actually end like this mm. i don't know like it's very sweet how it's ended yeah. um and it feels like this situation started on like, like not a predatory kind no, of it, way like a business it way. felt it felt feels very so like sometimes when you hear situations about like sugar daddy situation i'm always a bit like mm. oh like it makes me feel uncomfortable yeah. this doesn't in any way shape or form yeah um and I do think as well, I think it's a very uh, good point to make that spending would get boring if yeah. you're having to be in the yeah. situation. So I think it's very, money doesn't might always happen. No, well, this is the thing with the dopamine response. As soon as you actually get something and you're like, oh my God, I've never had this before. Yeah. Then you have it 10 more times. You're like, oh, well, that's my life. Yeah. And it I think it's normal. I think it's nice that he took that as a, oh, I'm going to learn how to be a chef. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. How, which like, is so rare. You, yes. Most people are like, well, that got boring. So yeah. I just started taking heroin. <laughs> I can't say that, can no. I? <laughs> well, that is, is staying in. Um, no. But also, no, I like I like the story. I think it's quite nice. I love the fact that they're having a baby together now. Yes, and they and actually fell in love. They fell I, in... It's interesting how... Um, when was it obviously... ages? Uh, no. She just, how old? No. He was uh, managing models for a high-end fashion show. So, so I he... feel like he would have been not like a fresh face in the industry yes. at that point. And also, like, I don't think it's so much of a sugar... At least 60. <laughs> a sugar baby situation where he would have been like proper like i like plucked out of nowhere yeah i yeah. think there would have been some kind of you know if you're modeling in the modeling industry and you're also in a management position that infers that you are somehow like actually developed as a human being yes and yes, not yes. like not like some of the situations we hear where there's an island somewhere and rich people go there to do all sorts of unspeakable horrors oh. and we shall end the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm a straight man who has been sleeping with a gay friend and pretending to be gay Wow. <laughs> okay, sis. Right. Me, a 26 man, broke up with my girlfriend of six years after I found out she had been cheating on me with an ex-coworker. Oh, that's a shame. No, say. No, say. This was really, this was a really hard breakup for me, mm -hmm. and I was extremely in a, I was in an extremely dark place at the time. I was in a dark place. I was so in a dark place. Yeah. Cock. yeah. A day or two ago, I thought I caught a cow. Um, a day or two after, my friend, who is 23, invited me over to his place for a drink and some movies to keep my mind off the break. Got oh, okay, right. We both got really drunk and I couldn't drive home. I don't know how, what I was thinking at the time, but one thing led to another and it ended up sleeping with him. Oh. I don't know why I let this happen. I'm not... At all, you didn't let it happen. You actively engaged in it. Mm. Uh, I'm not at all attracted to men, and I wasn't attracted oh, to him that night. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. I didn't to... like him, and I didn't like anyone no. anything to do with him. So I had sex with him. I just wanted something physical. The yeah. next morning, okay, I freaked out a bit inside and left super early. He texted me and asked if I was okay soon mm. after, and I just told him I was hungover. I wasn't freaking out. Uh, I was freaking out all day, and I could not stop panicking. He is my. My only one real friend and I was terrified of having no one after that if it went bad. He texted me after that again that evening asking how I was feeling and I said I was doing 
better, but wanted to talk to him in person. So mm. he invited me over. Oh. I was hoping that it would feel pretty normal and we could just pretend like nothing had happened. <sighs> that never worked. Yeah, you could never pretend never things that. don't happen. You can't pretend you've never slept with someone. No. He was really flirty and touchy as soon as I got there. Mm. He honestly had kind of been like that always. And I don't know if it was a situation, but it felt like it was more than normal. Mm. I think it probably was just it, a situation. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to mention it. And we ended up playing Xbox together for a while. Afterwards, he made he made a move on me and kissed me. I was still panicking and just kind of went along with it. After he had finished, he said that he had a crush on me for most of our friendship and was super happy that something was finally happening. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been three months now since then and I've gone along with it. We had sex probably three to five times a week. But I don't... <laughs> Other than that, now and then he asked me to go public with our relationship, but I told him I couldn't come out right now because of because of my religious family. I don't know if I can keep up going with this. Sex has gone easier or at least better. I'm oh, I'm better at acting about how I actually feel. I hate the taste of cum and I hate having to make excuses for why I can't stay hard. But for now at least, I still have my friend. That's what is this situation? And we do it. Everyone's the asshole. <laughs> that, that was that was the end. Of, that was the end of it. There was no updates, no anything. How, How I assist? You found yourself in a very predi- pre- wow. bizarre predicament like, here. It, like I can't tell what this guy's sexuality is. Obviously, I can't tell anyone anyone feels. But like you're saying that like you are having sex with him like three to five times a week. That's a lot. That's but, a lot for someone who's also like experimenting and trying yeah. to find themselves. Three to five times a week for three months? But then you're so saying... So that's like nearly 20 times you've had sex together and you're like, I just, I don't know yet. But you're actually saying that like you actually mm. kind of struggle to keep hard, which then would imply to me that you're not always enjoying it. So it's like, Yes, exactly. But, if you're not enjoying it, don't put yourself in that situation. But also, like if you wanted to repair your friendship, there is no way that you're going to be able to come back from this now. But also the person, like the, I don't, feel like the, if the friend has been predatory in this no, 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 sense no, 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 at no. all but he's being led along yeah yeah he's really being led along so now there is no coming back from this because as soon as you say actually I've only ever really liked you as a friend and all of this was just like a mistake and I felt yeah. pressured that friend is going to react like what yeah, yeah. what Ooh. Oh, wow. What a messy situation. Messy sluts. Like pretending to like... I don't but know. I can also understand that if you've been in a relationship with someone for six years, they've cheated on you and then you've broken up in a really messy way and it's yes. kind of left you feeling a bit traumatic, traumatized, and you do want some physical like affection from someone. I can see how that might lead, especially as soon as you put like alcohol, alcohol into, the situation, into yeah. the situation, it starts to get a little like... Social lubricant barriers yeah, come yeah, down, yeah, girl. Yeah. You begin to gape. Like there's a huge <laughs> issue there. That's like I don't, I don't. That this, this isn't gonna have a happy end. No, this is there. not. Like, you, you. Unfortunately, you have left it too long. I feel like there's an explanation for the way that things have gone this way, but that doesn't change the fact that things have gone yeah. this way. And the fact that this person told you that they had always had like some kind yeah. of crush on you. That's so sad. That is telling to you that this person likes you a lot. And the fact that you then didn't go, okay, well, I okay, think we actually, should drop it. Yeah. The fact that you carried that on is this is one of those things where you just need to communicate. Yeah, why can't we be talk? honest? You need to be so honest about yourself, and yeah. I know that it hurts other people's feelings, but like you're here for you, sis, and just be delicate with people. But oh, that's sad. That's wow. so sad. That both of those people are going to be so harmed. I now. just like I just couldn't imagine like having sex with someone for ages that long if you didn't enjoy it. Mm. I love they had to tell us that you hated the taste of semen. Yeah, that's kind of weird because actually like. You like I hear of actual actual gay people yeah, who yeah. also hate the taste. So that's got nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just 
<sighs> wow. What well, um, I need to know your opinions Messy. on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. What well, have you ever been in a situation where you've had like uh, gay for pay? <laughs> gay for, it's gay. Gay for trauma. Yeah. <laughs> gay for trauma. I just yeah. I don't. Wow. That is, there is no happy ending to story, sis. I'm apologised, but yeah. no. Sorry. And sorry. You you have to take some accountability for that. Like you may have been vulnerable and like yeah. you've been upset, but you let this go on for too long. Like yeah, three months is a long time because mm. you could have. There are so many different things that you could have done in that. Even if the communication is just a, a quick text message being like, I'm really sorry, but I actually can't do this because yeah. this isn't really who I am. You need some queer elders in your life queer to listen to elders, all this nonsense yeah. and be like, don't do any of that, sis. Unfortunately, though, we talked about we talked about the queer thing earlier on. It's like, unfortunately, a lot of young gay people are so like vehemently like rude to older gay people as if like they're scum. Mm -hmm. Really weird mm -hmm. because they had it there easier is a, than them. There is a huge divide. Yeah. There's a huge age divide and it's about where I said yeah. earlier. And if you pay attention to any discourse that happens on Twitter is the first place that I think of. You really see it. Once you have that mindset of like, there's a difference between how older queers think and how younger queers think. Yeah. You can really see the difference and the disingenuous. It's almost like they're part of two different communities. Yes. It's so strange. Well. That's the Dutch that So thank you for listening, watching, gouting. Have you enjoyed this? I actually really enjoyed this I one. I did, yes. This one has been a bit wild. A bit yes. more wild than I thought. I really like the um, I the Ask How. <laughs> Clown is a foot. Yeah, I really like the um are you the a hole yes. that we do. And I also really like the what's the other one? There's another Reddit that we do occasionally and I can't remember what it is. We've done entitled head. parents a few that's times. That's the one, yeah. that's the one I'm thinking of. I love those two because they're extreme stories, but this one is like you can't really tell what you're gonna get. Yes, it's, it's so very yes, like yes. lucky dip girl. Lucky he's in the bowl. Yeah. Oh. Who's the clown in this uh, yeah. bowl? <laughs> Where's the clown in my Where's pussy? Anyway. Make sure you go outside and kiss your local clown. Yes, please. Yes. yes. Yeah, honk, honk. Um, thank you for watching. Please yes. hit the like button. Like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Of course, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, Spotify, all that stuff, make sure you leave us like a nice five-star review and be like, hello. Via carrier We pigeon. love these people. <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> That's it. Just My favourite thing. Hello. Hello. Um, comment in the comment down below. Hello. Yeah. Comment down below. Hello. Is it me you're gaping for? No, you're not a clown. Um. Anyway, we'll see you soon. Yes. Lots of love. Au revoir. Uh, Muglia. Muglia. Uh, bye. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah.